Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is up, everyone, and welcome in to episode 11 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, what is up today? What's up, girl? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening to you? <laughs> I don't even know what word I was trying to say. <laughs> I'm like I'm like six percent sure you were about to try to call me Carlos, but I'm just not super no, 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 positive. No. What's that, happening? That, de- that definitely was not one of the things. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Are we oh, keeping this or no? I kind of feel like we should. <laughs> okay, let's just I let's just, I just Roll with it then. So this is about how our night's going so far. I, t- there's something wrong with Tyler. I'm not really sure what it is. Hope, hopefully he gets his stuff figured out as we roll through this episode. We're super excited about tonight's episode. Um, it, it's going to be a little different than it has been, and we're pretty pumped for that. So we've got a free agency update. A lot more changes have happened since we talked last week, and we'll have some winners and losers of free agency then we'll wrap up this episode with our mock draft version two. Sound good? Sounds wonderful. All right. Big one of the week. Kenny G is headed to New York. That is right. To the Kenny G Galladay. Man. Kenny. Oh, my goodness. It's perfect. I didn't even realize that. I didn't either until you said it just now. The G man is going. To join the G-Men. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. They, yes, this is awesome. Four-year deal. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. It, it, in the 30 I, I don't range, remember right? the total. It was it was uh, $18 million a year, I think, is what it came out to. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, yeah, that's so a lot he of made, money. He made big money. He's And he's the only one so, you know, of the receivers that has made that big of a splash in free agency. You know, with everything coming up next year and the free agency, yeah. yep, or the you know the TV deal and all of that, so kind of surprising he took a four-year deal. You know what I mean? Especially with the New York Giants. Um, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> um, think that he would have kind of learned his lesson, like from Allen Robinson and from some of those other players that are kind of stuck now. Yeah, because like. You know, Allen Robinson, I think he's going to be making like, what, $18 million a year, which is super high up there for a receiver this year mm-hmm. because the TV deal next year is going to be so high, so there's not cap space this year. But, you know, I mean, which leads us into our next piece of news, I guess. You know, Juju stays with the Steelers only on a one-year deal because there's really just not that market for wide receivers this year. So, it... it, it 
next this year hasn't been as fulfilling or as exciting as I thought there was going to be like huge breaking news, all these receivers going, you know, yeah. big, big yep. moves. But next year I think is going to be even better than I anticipated this year to be because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too, with kind of these short deals and you're right. And like the increased cap space, but, and I think something else that they kind of played into it. I don't know how much you've looked at the like draft prospects, but this year's draft incoming wide receiver class is super talented. I think there's at least, just like last year, I bet there's at least five or six guys that are worth a round one pick, maybe even seven. So that really kind of decreases free agency value too. If if you know that you can get a really solid wide receiver, like, you know, in the twenties of the first round versus like having to be in the top 10, you know what I mean? So that definitely affects things. Right. The market just isn't there. Yeah. Or, you know, like, or not, not that it's not there, but it's, there's so many of something supply and demand, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, in its truest form that, you know, every, there's just so many of them that you can't be picky. So hence why, you know, Robinson is fine staying in Chicago, at least, you know, at least business wise, you know, he's going to be making the moolah and then he'll be able to go off somewhere else next year and make two to three times as much that a year, which is, yeah. dude, the salary caps next year is going to be insane. Like the deals we're going to see next year are going to be through the roof. There's going to be so many records broken. I can just see it. I think you're right. I think it's going to be pretty crazy just to just kind of see this reaction to the cap space going up. And and I'm pretty excited about it for sure. If the number I heard was right, and please correct me if I'm wrong with the TV deals, like from Amazon and ESPN and Fox and all that fun stuff. Each team's cap space is going to be a, like a quarter of a billion dollars. Whew. It's going to be nuts, no way. It's dude. going up that much. Yeah, because the TV deal that is happening or happened or signed or whatever, it's so big. And have, have like, have you heard any of the TV deal that's gone on? I really haven't. I really haven't looked at it. I, I only heard some snippets and some little like tidbits here and there of what's actually happening, but it's actually kind of interesting. So like, ESPN, part of the TV deals, and some of this stuff doesn't take effect until like 2023, 2024. Like, it's a long-term deal. But uh-huh. there's, I heard little things in there like ESPN, you know, they have the Monday night games and they're going to get to the point where they get they get to control what, what game they get. So like, if they don't like the game that they're going to get on the upcoming week, they can flex it out. And okay. Okay. Um, like Amazon, there's a lot going on with Amazon just because I think they saw the market there with like streaming and stuff. Um, ESPN will be getting, will be getting the Super Bowl out of the TV deal. So that's going to happen. Oh, in the near future. That might not be great. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting because the podcast I was listening to, they brought up a really good point of, I think COVID actually impacted the TV deal more than anything because so much streaming was happening and it's gotten to the point we live in this world where we're on our phones so much where mm-hmm. you don't have access to a TV. So I'm going to turn on my app and turn it on, you know? Right. So, I mean, yeah. over the last two years, you've been able to see how easy it is to watch any game almost, uh, you know, assuming you're in the market, right? You can, yeah, I can turn on my Yahoo app or my NFL app and I can watch any in market game, even if it's not on my regular quote unquote regular antenna TV. So, mm-hmm, which is super nice. I, 
I actually think the accessibility of football going forward is going to be really, really good. And I mean, I, I think it's a win-win for everybody. I, I loved what the Amazon did last year where you could choose your commentating team. Like, how cool is that? Like that, that really I, is super cool. Like what a, I think, like what an awesome idea. Yeah, I think you're going to get to the point where you see that almost on every every platform, whether it be it ESPN, NFL Network, Fox, anything you're streaming on, you're going to be able mm-hmm. to just because I don't see a reason why you wouldn't have that option. It yep. creates jobs yeah. for more people, like more commentators. Yeah. You have more options. Like, how often did you sit there and listen to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck like talk, and you're just like, oh my god, I know I did, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yep. I don't know. It'll, it'll be it'll be interesting. So, but aside from the TV deal, back to free agency. Uh, Kenny back G. To free, it's important though. It definitely is important. It, it, it's very important. Um, and I mean, we're gonna learn more you know, over the next coming months and over the next year, even on mm-hmm. the TV deal. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys updated. Um, just so you're in touch with that, and you'll hear our thoughts on that. Um, but speaking of TV deals. Speaking of wanting to be an influence to the people, Juju is staying in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and he and he took a pay cut to do it. So it sounds like he got bigger offers from Kansas City and from Baltimore, if I remember correctly. Um, decided he wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. Uh, signed a one-year deal with them. Um, he he seems like a player that will benefit. Uh, from the cap space going back up next year. Like I think he signs this one year deal takes, takes, you know, this cheap deal one more year with the Steelers. Uh, but I think they'll pay him next year. Yeah. Um, I think it was a really smart business move on Juju's part because like, say he goes to, I don't even know, Baltimore he met with, I think. Right. Yeah. Let's say he goes to Baltimore and they're like, Juju, you're our number one guy. And he, and he's just like, he can't get the job done. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah, but if you stay in Pittsburgh and take that pay cut, you can't look that bad if you're already the number three guy, and now next yeah. year you're gonna look real good. So you're, someone's gonna give you all that uh-huh. money, and you're gonna yep. be locked in. Yeah, it's smart because yeah. now they you have to look at kind of like these past years because there's so many factors where it's like, okay, Juju's now one of three guys there. Ben Roethlisberger is very old, so like. Really, how much can you extrapolate if he has a lack of production? It's smart. He can kind of slide under the radar and then get out of this and look at like, hey, look at what I did as a as a rookie and in my second year. You know what I mean? And then hopefully get a big deal from it. Um, As far as fantasy goes, man, I don't even know. I'm just not excited about any of these Steelers receivers. Yeah, uh, me neither. Just there's um, there's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. The head chef yep. isn't really who I want to be. My head chef, and <laughs> I just I can't confidently pick one over the other. Right. Right. Um, I like Claypool. Like if we're if we're talking about that that set of receivers, I'm high on him. I think he's going to shine next year and I especially if Juju does leave the following year, I think you're going to see great things from, from Chase Claypool. Um, so if anyone, probably him for me personally, but other than that, mm-hmm. there's just, there's a lot, a lot of people that want to eat and there's not enough food there. So that's the way I see it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's a great way to explain it. Let's go ahead. Let's keep talking through some of these guys. 
um, so we can get through them. Another one, Will Fuller, another receiver, signed with Miami. I'm not sure what the details are on that deal. Um, as far as like his potential landing spots, like where he could have ended up, where does this sit? Like, how are you feeling as far as his fantasy at, like outlook in Miami? I I like it. Um, you know, I think he's going to miss what one game next season. I think it is. Um, yeah, I, th- I saw it was one game, just the first, which just week one. I I originally thought it was like five for some reason. I have no idea why I thought that. No, I um, I thought it was three or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Supposedly it's one now. I don't know all what's going on but with that but i think he's actually really going to shine you know granted i know he had to sean watson and he's going to tua but i just i think there's so much upside on this miami team like everything about mm. this miami team kind of excites me um so i think i think we're going to see productions he's obviously going to be the number one i think he's going to be a deep threat you know if, if him and Tua can connect i mean sky's the limit right I mean, yeah, he he was taking some performance-enhancing drugs last season, but the man was still good. I, you can't he was argue very that. Good. So, yeah. I mean, they can only make you so much better. So, he's still a good receiver. He's going to be well-complimented with Devontae Parker on the other side. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I like it. I like the whole situation. I, I think he's a great pickup on any kind of platform, I think. So, I'm, I'm all for it. What do you, what do you think? I oh, man, I'm I'm hesitant, but I, I think there's definitely like potential upside here, right? Like he could be really good, but my my concern is do him and Devontae Parker have the same role? Like are they gonna be eating at each other's production too much for for him to be able to kind of like rise up and and be super productive fantasy wise? Um if now if, I don't if they so. kind of switch it up, you don't think so? No, because I think I, I I think that's a totally fair like worry and concern, but I think it's gonna become clear pre- relatively quickly who the number one guy will be, and I think it's okay. gonna come across. I think it. I think we're gonna figure it out pretty quick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're and, and so maybe you're it's just saying, not hey, hey, let's trust the talent here, right? Oh yeah, and I think. I I mean, unless two is really not a good quarterback, which I know there's (laughs) people on both sides of that coin Uh that can argue both. It it might not matter if he's not a good quarterback, regardless. I mean, if he is, then I don't know. Like I said, I'm excited for this Miami offense. (laughs) I just this whole team. Yeah, no, I'm excited as well, Um, especially if they get a running back in there. Um, I think they're their second like their other guys, I think, are good number twos. Um, but if they can get a, a a number one running back in there, then I, I'd really start to get interested in this offense. Um, but let's go ahead. Um, one more that I want to talk about um, for sure. I want to mention Mike Davis. So I just saw this news actually, like right before we started recording. It looks like he signed a two-year deal, deal with the Atlanta Falcons. And now one of the things that we talked about previously, we've actually talked about both sides of this coin. We've talked about, hey, look out for where Mike da- Mike Davis ends up. He's a good back, right? Like he's talented. He can he can do it. He oh, can yeah. produce. And we've also said, hey, look out for whoever becomes the starting running back for the Atlanta Falcons. And if it's Mike Davis, like perfect storm I think right there. there is, 
I, I do. I think so. I think there's a huge, like a really clear path to really like relevant production, like high end wide running back to production here. Um, if they don't get another body in that backfield, I, w- I expect him to be like running back 15 ish on the season. And, 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 and let's go back to last year for a second. Let's pretend you're yeah. in week seven of your fantasy league and you have Mike Davis starting Calvin Ridley starting, you know, Julio, if he's mm-hmm. there, you know, I don't, I don't sure. Yeah. Weeks he was injured, you know, these two different teams you're excited, right? You're, you're going to get some yeah. points and now they're all on the same team, you know? Yeah. You could argue maybe that's not going to hurt, but look at Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill and, and the Titans, right? That was yeah. it was magical having all those people on the same team. So mm-hmm. I've been a big proponent for Mike Davis over the last, you know, year or two. And I just I don't know why he's not in the conversation more often. I mean, I know he was the backup last year and he got all the right. reps, but like he's not a bad running back. I, I just not I don't at all. This is a great signing, I think. I mean, for both sides. I think so for Mike too. Davis for the Falcons. I, I'm excited to see what can happen there. Yeah, I am as well. So definitely keep an eye out on that. If they sign another big name or if they draft somebody, um, if they use a lot of draft capital to get somebody, you know, a second round pick or something like that, then we can start to talk and maybe we have to to reevaluate. But that two-year deal tells me, like, he's not just the backup. I think that means he's prob- they're, they're signing him to be the starter. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, 100%. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Um, One other that I think is going to end up being super important and then we can kind of move on to our winners and losers. Um, Although we might just be foreshadowing one of them here. Kenyon Drake signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Hey, man, maybe Lady Luck is on his side. (laughs) He's going to Vegas. it might be on Kenyon Drake's side, but uh, what about That's Josh Jacobs? I think we might have to just let's just. I think we might have to hold off on this conversation because I feel like we might be infringing on the next segment here. For both, of fair us. enough, fair enough. Let's move on then to our winners and losers of free agency. We're going to go through and we're going to talk about some of the. You know, who we feel like uh, walked out of free agency with their heads held high a little bit and kind of who walked out with their tail tucked between their legs. Let's go ahead. Let's kick this off on a positive note. Tyler, what's one of your winners from this year's free agency rush? I'm going to say it. I'm going to come out and say it because I think I think, you know, you might not think of it as a winner per se. when you are talking free agency. You're thinking, you know, is it? Is it AJ Dillon? Is he winning this? I don't know. You know, is I, I can't names are escaping me right now. You know, it's just one of those days. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I think yes. a real winner of this whole free agency right now, and for the second year in a row, the Arizona Cardinals. Right? I mean, oh, okay, yeah. Dude, like, oh my god, JJ Watt, dude, names hard tonight. You got JJ Watt. Who's the other receiver they just signed? I just AJ my, my mind is. AJ Green, two guys on the same team that three years ago you would have been like, what? Right? Mm-hmm. AJ Green, you got Kyler Murray. 
AJ Watt. AJ Watt. AJ Watt's the third brother, the fourth brother. You don't even know about him. They probably have him too. You got JJ Watt. There's so there's so so much going on on this team right now. Yeah, I mean this team. They barely made the playoffs last year. My boys beat them out on a technicality because they couldn't get the because the Cardinals couldn't get the job done last game of the season. They're on that cusp, man. This this I think I think they're going to make playoffs for sure this year. I'm saying it now. Arizona Cardinals. Going to the playoffs. I can't quote <laughs> how far they'll go because I'm not really sure. Yeah. But they got uh-huh, all the pieces uh-huh. there to, to, I mean, get the job done, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't need to be a perfect team to get there. Yeah, but, eh, well, it's 06 weird. Bears division, went to the Super you have- Bowl. You don't need to be perfect. <laughs> that is true. It's true. That division that is, is true. You don't brutal next year. It is going to be a hard division. So, but I think all in all, I mean, they're winners. They're I think they're going to look solid for the next two to three years, easy. Okay, yeah, I think that's a great choice. Um, I am excited about the Cardinals. I kind of like that team for some reason. I don't know if it's because they keep stealing stuff from the Texans. And as a Colts fan, I'm like appreciative of it. You know, um, <laughs> that, that would make sense. <laughs> so I think that's probably what it is. I also like watching Kyler Murray. I agree. I think they are winners of this free agency and and they're going to have to win big if they want to man, even if they want to make the playoffs, because I look at that division and I see four playoff teams, but I don't think four will make it. Can four actually make it? I don't think they so. could, they could be, it could be a division winner and then all three wild card spots. I like, I don't know though. Is the schedule set up where that can't happen? Oh, you might be right. Um, I, I I think it's set. It ha- I'm not sure. I imagine it has to be set up like that. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. We don't Who make knows. schedules, so I'm not. It's not. Yeah, like, we're, we uh, Yeah, we don't get paid for that. So I don't think anyone. I think it's all an algorithm anyway. So it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, how about your winners? Who who's winning this free agency in the two weeks we've been in it now? Yeah, so I I I thought about it for a while. I thought of a lot of players who I feel like their stocks rising a little bit after free agency, um, and I landed on one of the players that I am the most excited about, and that's Terry McLaurin. I think okay. he is a huge winner from free agency this year, and I think there's two things that are kind of playing into that. One, they're holding together their the offensive pieces that they had there, right? Keeping Logan Thomas at tight end, still getting Antonio Gibson, still got JD McKissick. Like that's, those are some good weapons to compliment Terry McLaurin. But I think Washington went out and filled two of the bigger holes on that roster that are going to help him succeed in the 2021 season. And that is getting a real number two receiver there. Curtis Samuel is a good player. He is somebody the defense has to account for, has to respect. And I think that's going to like loosen up, you know, the kind of the protection, the defense on Terry McLaurin. It, it will allow him to play a little more freely, I think. And also, obviously, they went and they upgraded at the quarterback position. They got Mr. Fitzmagic himself back there slinging it. I mean, I think he's going to have a fantastic year from a fantasy and, and really just like real life wide receiver perspective. I love that option. 
didn't expect it, but I love it. I can't disagree with it. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm so ex- I'm excited to watch this Washington football team next year. You know, there's just something about this team where I feel so good about them. Like I'm excited. I do like, too. It's just I'm so excited, and I know you and I talked about maybe going to a game next year. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I, be I so hope fun. so because that would be so fun. Which I decided it is going to be the Tampa Bay game, barring the cold weather, because I want to see Chase Young eat up some Tom Brady. Like, oh man, I'm all for it, dude. Yes, yes. That's two generations right there on the field. I'm ready. It's done. It's done. Decided. We're doing it. Unless it's December. (laughs) Yeah, then we ain't about it. (laughs) I love that winter, dude. I am. I'm all about that. (laughs) Um, As much as I love that, I got to rain on this parade a little bit. Oh, you know, man. So um, I just think, and maybe you can disagree with me, but I think a really big loser of this draft is A.J. Dillon, man. Like, Oh, I totally a. agree. A.J. Dillon. I think he was coming into his second year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he's coming into his second year. Aaron Jones was leaving. It was Sky was the limit. You had Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You know, um, it just, it was all there. It was there for him, right? And as mm-hmm. as much as a, as I'm a Bears fan, I don't I don't want to see the running backs do well. I was excited for him, you know. Especially as a fantasy player, I was excited to pick yeah. him up, to play him, to get him for super cheap because no one was going to expect you to take him, score some points. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron Jones had to be greedy, and stay with the <laughs> Green Bay Packers. And just AJ Dillon got the crappy end of that. He drew the short straw, so to speak. And not and that's not saying he can't still shine, you know. Jamal Williams, he's not there anymore. Right. He's gone. So yeah. So that opens up that secondary. He's not just that third down back anymore, kind of like or third down back. He's not that third, that third string back like he was. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't getting much playing time. So he'll see uh, like a huge increased increased playing time versus what he had last year, but not like we thought he was going to get, not like we were hoping he was going to get. Um, so unless something changes, you know, unless, you know, Aaron Jones doesn't play for some reason all season longer, something happens there. I got a AJ Dillon. You're a loser. No offense. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with that. And I think what really did it was like they dangled it out in front of him, you know, it was like, hey, look here, you're going to be our starting running back from here on out because we are not franchising tag Aaron Jones. But now he just has to spend the next like two years on his rookie deal in his prime as a backup and he, he won't get his chance to start for, for quite a while. And And you're right. I think that makes him a loser in this draft. Now I have a loser as well. And and really it's kind of a a group of losers. Okay. So it's multiple, multiple losers. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, And, and it's a little interesting. Okay. Because AJ Dillon was a loser because a player was signed. (laughs) Well, that's maybe that too, but, uh, (laughs) a bias is showing. (laughs) (laughs) He, AJ Dillon was a loser because he because a player was signed that was going to take away from his production. Now my next loser is actually the opposite. So my loser is Daniel Jones fantasy 
managers, okay? Not Daniel Jones himself, mm. but fantasy managers that have Daniel Jones on their roster. And now you might be saying to yourself, hold up, Steven, didn't we just spend five minutes talking about how Kenny Galladay signed a four-year, 70-some million-dollar deal with the Giants to go be the number one wide receiver for Daniel Jones? And I would say, yes. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did just talk about that. And you know what's going to happen? People are going to look at their rosters and say, Daniel Jones, he's got upgrades at the at, at his in his offensive weapons. He is somebody that I can count on and I can hold on to. I'm not going to try and trade him at his higher value because he is going to turn around and produce for me this year. But you know what? Daniel Jones, I'm sorry to say, is not a good quarterback. And if you're not a good quarterback, you will not produce fantasy football numbers. So I think his managers are going to get tricked into believing in him this year, and they're going to be sorely disappointed when he gets benched halfway through the season. Ouch. To all you Daniel Jones fantasy managers out there, Steven didn't just say, you know, I would I would recommend, you know, maybe looking at other options. He didn't say, I don't think it's going to benefit you to have him on your roster. No, he just assumed that Daniel Jones was your starting back, and he's told you straight to your face, he is not a good quarterback. How does that make you feel, Daniel Jones fantasy managers? How does that make you feel? Because that was blunt. I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback. Yet. Let me preface that. Yet. I see your point, though. And I am not going to argue against it at this point in time. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think there's still potential for him to uh, to be okay and to prove himself. But I just don't see it happening. Have you seen him run, man? That doesn't help. Did you see him trip? Have you, <laughs> have you, uh, do you remember the Lion King? When, I, I do actually, yes. When Simba asked, or no, you know, Mufasa told Simba, you know, do you see that where the light doesn't touch the land anymore? And Simba, mm-hmm, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. you must never go there, yep, right? Yep, yep. Do you know what that was? That was the NFC East. And, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Simba, you should never go to the NFC East because <laughs> I, I don't know. I assume that no one told Kenny Galladay that, but uh, he's going to find out real quick. He really, he really got tricked by that elephant graveyard that is New York <laughs> City. <laughs> oh man, I it's so funny because I was expecting Juju of all people to go to New York. Yeah, I did too. I thought he like, would. I, so. Man, Daniel Jones fantasy managers. I like that. I'm I do like that. I mean, I I really do. <laughs> I'll be honest. Oh, um But dude, you're bringing me down. I think I think we need to we need to sort through this and find another winner. Let's right? do it. Let's find another winner. So I got a team and a fan base that are going to be winners. Oh, okay, and they don't okay. even know it yet. <laughs> They're sitting there right now saying that's not going to be me. I, I know it's not going to be me. There's just there's no possible way. The New England Patriots are winning this free agency. And the fans. Did they spend way too much money? Without a doubt. You, you can't argue against that. Did they get the best free agents? Not at all. Can't even argue that. 
But you know what they got? They got Cam Newton back. And that might not be a huge thing to a lot of people, but I think it's everything. I think you have a an elite quarterback who, yeah, he's had some injury problems in the past. Yeah, he didn't play the best last year. But you know what? He's coming into his second year on a team. He's familiar with the system. He will have a full offseason. And he's playing for arguably the greatest head coach of all time in the National Football League. I think that Cam Newton in this offense with weapons around him are going to ignite a fire in this New England Patriots offense and this team. And you're going to see a winning New England Patriots team once again after a year off. And they don't need Brady. They still got Bill. Now they got Superman, right? (laughs) So to the New England Patriots, to Cam Newton, and to the New England Patriots fans, you guys are back. You're going to be winners once again. Wow. So I, I don't have anything else to say other than before I remembered Terry McLaurin and how excited I was about the Washington football team. The name that I had typed out on my little phone note was Cameron Newton because I am in totally in agreement with you. Now, I'm not saying that Cam Newton is going to go out there and be his 2015 MVP self. I'm not saying that. But I think Cam Newton can go out there, lead this offense, be efficient, be effective with the like 14 new weapons that he got this year, along with a talented defense led by, for sure, the greatest defensive-minded head coach of all time in Billy B. And I think they can go out there and, and be a decent team and have a shot at making the playoffs again. I'm not a Patriots fan, right? And I, you know, I'm, I'm really good friends with a Patriots fan, and I don't understand where he comes from. He actually comes from the the East, so that's why. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They just they make Patriots fans up there. It's weird. It's like a factory. <laughs> but yeah, I I just I don't see them being this dominant team. But I think they're gonna find their footing, kind of, with this new offense, this new team that they have since Brady left. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um. And I'm I, I'm curious to see what they do, especially in this division where Buffalo just seems to be the man now. The Dolphins are like, wait, hold up, don't forget me. I, so I'm the AFC East will be super interesting to watch next season, um, especially when Mitch Trubisky comes in and just annihilates the whole division. So I can't wait for that. Um, <laughs> so is is Cam, <laughs> is Cam Newton your winner? Then was that was that your actual next one? No, 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 no. Um, I had him down, and then oh, I, re- I replaced okay. him with with Terry McLaurin um, because Fair. my my next group of winners uh, I just couldn't pass up, including them. So uh, my my next group of winners is actually uh, Sunday drivers in Chicago, Illinois. Okay, so here's here's what I'm thinking. The Chicago Bears <laughs> during this free agency, okay, they let Mitchell Trubisky walk because they felt like they needed a quarterback upgrade. So what they do, they went out, they signed Mitchell, I mean Andy Dalton. They gave Allen Robinson the the franchise tag. He doesn't want to sign it. They let their star cornerback Kyle Fuller walk out the door, and they did nothing else to get Bears fans excited about this team. 
they're still in the quarterback purgatory that they have been in for so many years. So I think that uh, Soldier's Field is going to be a little bare this season. And I think driving around in Chicago is going to be much easier on on Sunday afternoons um, in 2021. So you're telling me if you need like a part-time job, it's totally cool to like drive for Uber or DoorDash on Sundays if you live in Chicago. Right. I think you're going to be able to make a lot more money and make a lot more trips this year than you would have, say, I don't know, last year, 2005 or six, whatever year that was, you know, 1985. Too long ago. You know, the whole, you know, Chicago, you remember, you know, I remember as if you don't remember. <laughs> so the Chicago Cubs were cursed, right? Yeah, for yeah. Like a hundred years, whatever, and some change. They finally did it. Like, can we not talk about like what something cursed the Bears to never have a quarterback? Like that happened, right? Had to have. Like something had to have happened. There's just statistically, there's no way, right? <laughs> like, right, 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 right. The Texans, the Texans are like have been around for like just over twenty years. Not even twenty years. And like they have Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they had Fitz like Fitzpatrick and you know Matt Schaub. Like, no, they're not the greatest, but like they were decent quarterbacks, right? Yep. But like the Bears had Cutler, and everyone just makes fun of him. And <laughs> even though he was like the best one, like <laughs> in years, I just something something happened. Someone made a deal somewhere. I, I think you're right. Like, I don't know who. I don't know if like. George Hallis made a deal. Like, I, I don't know what happened, but something happened. Um, so are like Bears fans the winners? Like they can just chill this season? Uh, I don't know. Do you feel like the winner right thing? now? Dude, I got eight <laughs> weeks. I I told I told Steven, uh, I said I am giving myself eight weeks before I give up complete hope. So that we have eight weeks to find a quarterback and, and do something with this team before I'm done for the season. <laughs> All right, you got a, you got one more loser for me. One more loser? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do have one more loser. Um, I I think it's 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 pretty obvious, and and, and maybe it won't even affect him that much because, and that's just me saying that because I'm I'm biased on him not being good for whatever reason but josh jacobs right Mm. he's a huge Mm -hmm. loser in this in this free agency because we already talked about you expect way bigger things from him right yeah and not that he doesn't put up numbers because he does which you know we've looked at and shown but he just there's just something there that doesn't doesn't stand out to me you know it doesn't excite me doesn't doesn't make me want to draft him and pick him up but now we're adding kenny and drake to the mix yep so what does that do to to the value of Josh Jacobs? You know, it's Kenny and Drake, at least in my opinion, isn't someone that's just going to come in and sit on the bench and just be there for a few downs, right, right? Yeah. Like he went into last season as a huge prospect. You know, yeah, he didn't perform the best last year, but he had he showed some some light at the end of that tunnel. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a, a strong finish, in my opinion. So he's not coming in to just, you know, chill out you know josh jacobs is the clear number one i imagine but maybe there will be that running back battle for the number one spot i I don't know right none of this does anything good for josh jacobs in my opinion i'm not sure why they made the move i'll be honest i i don't really Um, get it unless they're planning on getting some unless maybe they'll do kind of what the cardinals did where chase edmonds and drake just 
when they were both on, they were both on, it seemed like. You know, it seemed like they would always both have really good weeks at the same time. Uh-huh. You know, I, I don't know. I'll be curious to see how that offense works right. with both of them in the backfield. Um, But Josh Jacobs wasn't excited before. Definitely not excited now. <laughs> Absolutely. Agree, and I'll wrap this up with my last loser, and I and I almost feel bad doing it, but I, but I just have to have to throw it out there. Uh, my last loser is Houston Texan fans. I think the Houston Texans signed like forty seven different players during free agency, and not a single one of them matters in my opinion. Not one of them is going to make Deshaun Watson want to stay, barring all of the off field things that are currently happening. Let's, I don't want to speculate on yeah, any we of won't that. get into that um assuming that all cl- all clears up i don't see him st- like changing his mind about wanting to get traded i don't see any of these signings increasing their win total next year um i thought they were going to be a bad team beforehand i expect them to be a bad team still and these poor texans fans just like a year and a couple months ago, we're up 24 to 0 on the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. And now they're sniffing, I think, number one pick in the 2022 NFL draft. Just give it to them now. You might as well. I mean, is there a worse team in Gosh. your opinion? Like a worse roster? Maybe the Lions, but like. The thing is, like, with even if there is a worse roster, like. The Texans just feel like a team that just literally has fallen apart. It just it feels like it's on fire. It, it feels like I I love analogies, guys. You're they're not going anywhere. I absolutely <laughs> love them. Like it's literally like civil war. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. When 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 Tony found out that the Winter Soldier killed him, it's like that where everything just fell apart super quick. But like there's just it just keeps going. That's how the Texans feel. Oh man, that's brutal. it. Just it doesn't stop. So, I I don't yeah, and the thing is, Deshaun Watson doesn't even have to play; he can sit out. Like that's the thing mm-hmm. too. It doesn't matter if he stays; it doesn't mean he's gonna play. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. I just <clears throat> the, the XFL went out of business last year, and that felt more more solid <laughs> than this Texas oh, team does. It's it's pretty like, brutal. I, I don't know, man. We ended on a loser. <sighs> I don't have that. We did. That's sad, man. That's all right. You know who's a real winner? Let's add on a winner. One more. Let's do it. One more winner. Drew Brees, guys. Way to go, Drew Brees. What a guy. What a a wonderful career. Happy, happy retirement. You know, it just, just an all around wonderful person and human being. Absolutely. Thank you, Drew Brees. You are the winner. You get to walk away with pride a great career from a great city and a great team and thank you so that's that's how we're going to end that segment i love it to you drew Brees, a real winner we, and we dedicate this segment to drew Brees. now let's move on let's get into our mock draft episode dose you excited i'm so excited dude i love drafting i love mock drafting I literally joined another fantasy team last year, like three weeks into the season, just so I could draft again. (laughs) So fun. Oh, man. I I do. I love it so much. But let's kick things off. I think I started with the first pick last time we did this. All right. 
So for the first pick, I will take I'll take the reins on this one since you had the last one. Sounds right. good. Sounds good. I don't I don't like everything to be the same, right? I don't want someone to listen to our last mock draft and come into this mock draft and be exactly the same. That's no fun. That's no True. fun. Um so I'm gonna go ahead and obviously pick Christian McCaffrey, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean I don't want it to be the same, but I'm not stupid. Like <laughs> CMC, baby, CMC. <laughs> I, I mean there's just no other answer here. It just, it's Christian McCaffrey. I got nothing. <laughs> it's it's hard to justify anybody else. I, I couldn't have made so. I couldn't have made an argument for anyone else to be even more interesting. That's just that's just exactly facts. It's so true. the The only argument is injury, and it's just like not a very good one, in my opinion. It's not exactly. All so, right. So who you take? Number two, with the second pick of this draft. Um, unfortunately, I just can't do anything other than pick Dalvin Cook. So the the, the other player that like <clears throat> you know you, you know your Alvin Kamara's, your Derrick Henry's, maybe Saquon, you know they start to kind of creep in as options there. But but there's uncertainty with all of them. I feel like, um, but with with Dalvin Cook, you're just, you're just it's just such a safe pick. So I'm going Dalvin. Fair enough. I like it. Um, so for the third pick in the draft, you know, we have we have McCaffrey and we have Dalvin Cook. Solid choices. Those would be definitely my top two picks. Um, I think I gotta go with the man. Derrick Henry. I mean, you just you can't lie. You know, there's gonna come a time where he's just he doesn't perform up to what you think. You know, he's he's mm-hmm. is getting mm-hmm. a little older, you know. Yeah. Some people might not realize that he is, but I don't see anything stopping him anytime soon. Not this season, at least. So Henry's coming over to my team. That sounds good to me. Um, that's probably where I, where I would have went as well with that pick. Um, so, but let's go ahead. Let's do fourth pick. Now, I think these first three picks were the exact same as we did in our first mock draft. But this is where things will will start to get diff to change a little bit because we have so much more information than we did when we did this first round. But I think we did the first round like over two months ago. And a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot has changed. It was a while ago, yeah. um, Fourth pick, I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley here. You know, it is so funny that you took him there because I was going to get him in the next like two picks. Yeah, it's just like. I'm a little more excited for him than I I was two months ago. I am as well. and one of the things is like, if I think that Christian McCaffrey is good in spite of his injuries, then like, I feel like I need to be on a similar vein with Saquon, right? Like, I can't count Saquon out because of injuries while still being so confident in Christian McCaffrey as the first pick. So we are four deep. We're going number five mm-hmm. now. Yep. So I'm just going to have to, and, and then I will preface this, this is a 12 team. League. Yeah, twelve team half 12 half PPR, picks. and this might be you know I know this is only the fifth pick, but I'm, I'm like I said I'm trying to switch things up a bit. You know if I'm number five team in here, I'm I I like to take risks, right? You know, big risk, big reward. That's the way I see it. Uh, makes it fun, makes it exciting. Tyreek Hill, I'm going, I'm going to receiver. Okay, super early. I'm not going Travis Kelsey. Obviously, that would not be a bad pick, and that was you know my first rounder last last time. Yeah. 
I mean, Tyreek Hill, man, you can't, he's there to stay. You know, they asked him, you know, recently, or someone, he mentioned uh, about restructuring his contract, you know, obviously to make some cap space. And he said it best himself. Once I'm signed, I'm signed. Yeah. He knows his worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and he's worth it. First round pick in the draft. Yeah, he absolutely is. I think it's a good pick. Um, I, I think I'm still on Devontae Adams over Tyreek Hill, but I really can't blame you for going Tyreek there, especially with like Kansas City didn't really replace Sammy Watkins, right? So I, I can imagine, I, I can see a world where he gets a little extra volume this season because of that. Um, so I think I think that's a really good pick. Um, now, heading into the sixth pick, this it gets really tough here. I think there's still a couple running backs that I would want to take before I hop over to wide receiver. But Travis Kelsey is sitting there, and that's really tempting. It's a super tempting pick here. But I think what I'm going to go ahead and do is I am going to go ahead and take Alvin Kamara here. Um, I'm sort of terrified of Alvin Kamara Old this year. move. I'm I'm kind of afraid, but I'm trying to turn off those emotions and and trust the talent, trust the you know the money that they're they're giving him, and trust you know Sean Payton a little bit in the New Orleans Saints. Like that's a good team. I believe in that team. Um, and I, and I know how much money they're giving him. So I, I'm going to just trust that he's still going to have a ton of work in that system. And he'll still be a really, really good uh, number one running back on your fantasy team. Bold move, bold move. But um, it'd be, it would be weird if he didn't go in the first round. So it, it would be. Yeah, it, it would be. And do we want to? Do we want to? But if you didn't take him and yeah. he still did all his Alvin Kamara stuff. Yeah. And do we want to talk real quick why we're afraid of him? Yeah, so um, if if you're unaware or you're not really sure why, you know, there there's you know hesitancy there. It's just the quarterback situation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that that's just what it is. Drew Brees, when he was on the field with Alvin Kamara, he would dump it to Alvin Kamara, and he just did his thing. Yeah. Um, when Taysom Hill, which and we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be yet, um, <laughs> which is nuts. When Taysom Hill was on the field, <laughs> right? When Taysom Hill was on the field, Taysom Hill's a lot more mobile. He, you know, he mm-hmm. was a tight end slash quarterback slash running back slash trickster player. And right. <laughs> so he had kind of everything. And you just, you didn't see that production from Kamara when, when Hill was on the field. Say Taysom Hill's a starter. I have every reason to believe that that production won't be there. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. Winston's on the field, that's still an iffy thing too. Cause I don't even know what to expect in that situation. Cause I mean, yeah, Winston's still young too. You know, he's still more mobile than Drew Brees was. So I actually, I would have more faith in Kamara if Winston's on the field. Cause I can see a lot more situations where like maybe pressure's coming to Winston or like, yeah, he doesn't know what to do right away. So he just dumps it to Kamara. Mm-hmm. I yeah. see that I more agree. than Hill. I can see Hill just taking off more than Winston would. So if it's Winston, higher on Kamara. If it's Taysom Hill, not as high on Kamara. Perfect. Couldn't have said it better. Who you got? I think I'm gonna have to stick with at, at least a running back. Um, I'm trying. I got to take myself out that I'm not. It's just not me over and over doing one big team. This is I'm a brand new right, person right. <laughs> first pick in the draft, and these people have come before me. Um, but I think, and this kind of. Comes back to the Kamara thing, you know, where are we at with the age thing for, for Derrick Henry? But 
you have to, I think, still pull the trigger on Ezekiel Elliott here in the first round, right? Okay. I, I think you have to. I I think so too. Man, he is a he is a difficult difficult one to kind of gauge and and know what's going to happen with. They saw, they got Dak, and I think that's really good for Zeke. Right? I think I think it's a good thing. I think I I'm just more I'm more worried about not taking him. <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, that that's a good know, point. Yeah, and losing and, out and, on you know him. in in this fantasy, this guy, this you know, this team that I'm that I'm mock drafting, they don't have a running back yet, and they need one. And so if mm-hmm. they don't take Zeke now, like I don't know who they take. I don't know what's going to be left. You know, when their pick next pick comes around. So okay, well I know where I would have went with this pick, and I'm pretty excited sitting at pick eight that I could grab him here. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. Um, now the Colts did. No re- way. Yeah, way. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? Now, so the Colts did re-sign Marlon Mack uh, for next season. And I think that hurts Jonathan Taylor like a little bit, but really it's just not enough for me to be concerned. Um, I think Taylor is so good. I think that offensive line is so good. I think he'll get his, even with Marlon Mack on the field. I think what we're going to see is a lot of like, okay, Jonathan Taylor is going to come in, going to start this game. If the Colts get up, which I think will be the case this year, I think we're going to be a good team. Um, I think Marlon Mack is going to come in and kind of like be the guy that takes the load off there at the end. So you're not going to get the same like garbage time points, but really like you're, you're, that's not where your fantasy production comes with from the running back position, right? Like when everyone knows you're running the ball to run the clock out, you're not really scoring points there. So I still trust Jonathan Taylor. I love it. I love it. I was going to take him in, in the near future. Um, so, yeah, so I have the ninth pick in the draft, you know, I'm, I'm towards the back half a little bit, you know, I'm kind of taking a look at this board who I got left and, you know, just look at the names. I feel confident in one particular player. You know, you know, if we're looking at past stats, if we're looking at the team that's around him, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take I'm taking Aaron Jones. Yeah, so I think that that Aaron Jones pick is really good. And one of the things I wanted to mention is that his situation only got better. You know, like by by signing back with the Packers and Jamal Williams leaving, there's only there's one less body in that backfield. So I think that's that's a really good pick there. Um, my next pick in this draft, I'm going with Travis Kelsey here. Um, I feel great there picking him is. up at pick ten. Um, you know, he went as the fifth pick in our in last in our last mock draft, and I don't think that was like a reach by any means. So, so to get him here feels fan freaking fantastic. I would love to have Travis Kelsey on my team. Uh, I am sitting at pick eleven, so we are almost finished with this with this first round. There's a lot of running backs taken. There's been a few. Yep. There's been a receiver and a tight end taken. You know, so you know this is my first pick, right? You know, I got to I got to take a running back. I have to take a running back. So let's go with Devontae Adams <laughs> because no one's picked him up yet. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm taking him while I can because I don't I don't trust I don't trust the guy behind me. I'm taking him now. He absolutely would not have been there anymore if you left him. So I I can't disagree with that pick. Um, I'm I'm still not confident in Travis Kelsey over Devontae Adams even. Um, so I, I think it's a great pick. And and rounding out, so we'll finish up this round here. And on the turn, 
So I, I think this this position I think is is an interesting one because now we've still got a really good wide receiver option that I really really like. We've got a couple tight end options really that I think are interesting, um, and then and then what we have are these this tier of running backs where you're not completely confident in them being like a, a top ten, you know, top top ten running back, but you're confident they're going to finish at least as like a strong running back too. And so I think if, if I'm this position in the draft, I think I'm going running back, running back. So mm, okay, I only have one of those picks though, but, but I'm going to pretend like that's what's happening. And so I'm going to go ahead and take my next running back in my rankings. And that's Austin Eckler. Um, there he is. I, I was, I was waiting <laughs> for it. I, I was, yeah. I, I wanted him soon too. I, I just think he has fantastic opportunity. I think he has the talent. I think the team is there. I think the Chargers are going to be like a good team. And I think that offense can be super, super powerful this year. Um, so that, that's just a player that I think will have good production, both on the ground and through the air. I, I can't argue. I, I absolutely love Austin Eckler and everything he does and can do and will do. So yes, I love yes, it. Yes. Um, I want you to actually go ahead and do the next pick too, because who's ever in this position, you know, it's a very unique position. It's the worst pick in the first round, but you also get two of the best 13 players. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, um, so go ahead. What, who's your next pick? So, so if I'm sitting here and, and the board falls this way, I'm actually super excited because I do get to go running back, running back here with two running backs that I'm super excited about. And so, and, and you get to kind of, and I get to pick two different types of players, right? Austin Eckler, He's going to catch a ton of passes. A lot of his value is through the air. So then, but then for the next pick, I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb might be the second best, like pure runner in the NFL. And he gets, he gets plenty of volume. And did Kareem Hunt leave? No, I don't think so. I think they're still there. Okay. 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 still there. For some reason, I thought he was. Maybe I, gone. I imagine. But anyway. I imagine we would have talked about it by now. If, if yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so I must have dreamt that or something. But anyway, Nick Chubb, <laughs> super, super good. Just like a really talented player behind a really good offensive line, part of a good team, good scheme, good coach. Uh, I feel awesome having that pairing of like, okay, here's my ground and pound running back that I can trust every single week, and my really high upside pass catching running back to go and round out the turn of the round one, round two. With the next pick in the draft, uh, this my team currently already has Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, so we already have a receiver, so you can't go receiver, receiver. That's just a foolish move, and you will lose your fantasy league. Yes. <laughs> Most likely. That's not... I mean, you could still win. Yeah, um, it's possible. However, so I got to pick up a running back here. Um, and I'm going to do it, man. I like what I saw. I'm going with Antonio Gibson. I'm doing it. <laughs> he is. Him. I just this Washington is, football team, man. He is the next running back in my rankings and probably where I would have gone as well. Man, I'm excited for that team. I just keep getting more and more excited for the Washington football team. So I think that's a great pick. I think we're Washington football team fans. I think we are too. I think uh, I think that happened over the last few weeks. You know, and I'm not entirely sure how it happened. But I'm not mad about it either. And, so, 
I found myself, um, you know, getting excited to one of my coworkers, like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go to Washington game this year. Um, Fitz Magic, dude. And you just looked at me like, <laughs> okay, like that's not their answer. And I'm just like, in right, my head, right. like, but it is like, I was just like, I was so, I was so ready to defend it. Like, oh yeah. So I, uh, this has happened and we agree on a football team finally. Oh, it's, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot that's of fun. That's exciting. That's what makes this team. It, it brought us, it's, you know, it's bringing us closer together. <laughs> that's good, I guess. All right. Antonio Gibson's off the board. Who are you taking what, now, man? You are, man. you got Travis Kelsey. Like, what are you going to do now? You got Travis, you got tight oh, end. Yeah, this is this is a super strange position here. So we've got Travis Kelsey, right? That was the that was the pick ten. Now we're we're coming around in round two, and I really don't love my running back options here. I think like the next tier is okay, but I really don't want them as my number one back. You know what I mean? I don't want them as my my number one right. guy. So maybe I think what I'm doing here is is I'm just gonna say, hey, let's 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 go a little bit of zero RB here. So let's pass up on the running back. Let's take who I believe to be the next wide receiver in this tier. I'm gonna go with Stefan Diggs. Ooh, I'm gonna pick up I Stephon thought you were going somewhere Diggs else with here. That. <laughs> okay. No, I like it though. I I like it. I like some digs. I dig. Me some digs. Dig you some digs. He he's my number three wide receiver um, in my rankings. Super excited for him. He's just so good. He's unbelievably talented. Josh Allen is a good quarterback. Buffalo Bills good, really good team. Um, so I expect him to produce similarly to as he did this year. And I think having Travis Kelsey and Stephon Diggs on your team is going to be really strong. And I think we can find some running back value in the later rounds. So for the next pick in the draft, I've already, I already picked up Aaron Jones. So I've got my running back. I kind of agree with you. You know, this, this next tier running backs doesn't like, there's some really good options, but nothing like excites me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, so I've got one runner. So I think I need to, I need to get that, the receiving action here. So I'm going to go with who I thought you were going to draft, but you passed up on him. So I will gladly take him off your hands. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. It's a, it's a great pick. And, and I could, you know, he could easily be number the number three guy. Um, I just believe in Stephon Diggs. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and in, in in your drafts, and even if you do multiple drafts, you're gonna you're gonna find both scenarios. You're gonna see, be it the second round, third round, fourth round. I, I don't know. You're gonna see Diggs and Hop, Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins go back to back, and it's just gonna flip flop who's going first. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. both those just two elite receivers, and I just. It's one of those things. It's just really who you prefer. Maybe you just really hate Buffalo, so you're going to take DeAndre Hopkins over. Him, you know, right? <laughs> right, like it's right. Just, they're both so good, and they both have excellent quarterbacks. And then when Trubisky comes in, like it's just going to be amazing for Stephon Diggs. <laughs> so it's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, if we knew Trubisky was starting even one game next year, I'd probably flip him. Hey. Um, <laughs> when we when we eventually get to the YouTube thing rolling for all you fine folks out there, and you can actually see our faces and our reactions during these things, there will most likely, eventually, there will be the debut of a Trubisky counter, and it will count just how many times I bring him up during the episode because it, it will, have, oh, especially man. if he starts at all. 
Oh my it's gosh, just, yes. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be something. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's move on to the next pick. So in this position, pick five, round two, I've already got Jonathan Taylor on my team, so I feel really good at running back. And I'm still like, I could pick up another running back here and, it, and it'd be okay, right? But I, I'm still more excited about some of these receiving options than I am about these next running backs. And I'm actually going to go tight end here. So I'm going to pick up my number Ooh. two tight end. I'm going to go with Darren Waller. Um, Ooh, I would not blame anybody going Kittle here. Okay. I think George Kittle, Darren Waller, I think they are definitely number two, number three, but I think it's like a 2A, 2B, and you don't really know who's who in this situation. A Hopkins um, dig situation? It really, it really <laughs> is. Yes. I mean, I I think you it know, is you go either way. Yeah. So uh, I believe. That. Yeah. 100%. I believe in Waller. Um, they Las Vegas only lost receiving options during free agency, from what it seems like. So I think he's going to continue to get the same sort of volume that he's been getting. Um, and I feel good having him at my tight end position. You know what will make you feel even better? <laughs> what would that be? Is if you looked. As if you looked at this team that I'm, this team that I that I currently have, and I have Ezekiel Elliott. Let's let's roll the clock back mm-hmm, a year, mm-hmm. and what if I told you you can have two first round picks for the price of none? That's right, Ooh. because I have Ezekiel Elliott, and my next pick to compliment him, Michael Thomas. Oh, I Michael forgot about Michael Thomas. Thomas. Oh no. Oh, see that and see it's already happening. People are forgetting about him, including us. It's happening. I got Ezekiel and Michael Thomas, two of the probably top three picks of last year's draft yeah. on my team this year, and I cannot mm-hmm. be happier. That is man, that that's that's a scary team right there if it falls that way. And I think it really could. I think that's super realistic that you can get Zeke and Michael Thomas. It's risky though. I definitely think it is risky. it's risky. You know, I, Zeke didn't show his abilities we thought he'd show last year. Michael Thomas was injured, and now he's coming off of that, plus a new quarterback situation of who knows who, and who knows. That's a very risky thing, but high risk, high reward. This could You get those two, you might be the most dangerous team in your league. Yeah, it, it's definitely possible. Um we will we'll just have to see how those how those picks kind of shake out. Um let's go to the next pick here. So we've got Alvin Kamara already for this team. So for for the next player hmm this is tough. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and go with my next receiver here. Um, well, you know what? George Kittle's still on the board. Let's pick up George Kittle. I feel a little ah, weird. I was going to take him I, next. I thought you were going with someone else. I, I feel a little weird going tight end, tight end. But I, like you said, I have to remember that I'm not actually, you know, both of these teams. But, right. You you so, have Alvin Kamara on this. So you're right. complimenting him with George Kittle. I, and I think what what's great about this combination here is you have a really realistic, like, possibility of having the number one running back Mm -hmm. and the number one tight end on your team for the season like there's there's an avenue to that you know what i mean agreed i i like it 
I mean, if you get Alvin Kamara numbers and George Kittle stays healthy, that's that's ooh. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like those first two picks, even though you don't have a a solid wide receiver yet. I, I like that a lot. Um, so for this next pick, we have our team has Tyreek Hill. So we don't have a running back, and there's still a lot of good players on the board, receiver wise and running back wise. Ah, uh, man, this is actually kind of tough. I, I was just thinking that after I took Kittle, I was like, oh, I think I put this next spot in a really tough position. You you did, uh, because like <laughs> I don't want another receiver. I don't right. have a tight end I can go after. The running back class just isn't 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 crazy. Um, so actually, you might have done me a favor, and I'm gonna make a decision I would not have made otherwise. And a lot of people might might look down on this move, and I know it's it's very frowned upon in most in most fantasy leagues. I, I I gotta take Patrick Mahomes right now. I was I was looking up there like, man, do we just do we just go for the the stack? You know what I mean? Because now you've got the Tyree Kill, yeah, Patrick Mahomes stack here, and like I don't I just don't you know, know what else you're gonna do. You, you don't take typically take a quarterback this early, but you know right. you have a, you have one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver. Most of your your RB ones are gone. You know all your t- tight end ones are gone. Why not take a QB now? Mm-hmm. And at, and at that, it's a stack, even better. Yeah. So you know, I mean, a six touchdown game or you know a four hundred yard game almost like last season. <laughs> right. You're rolling. You're rolling <laughs> on that week. So I feel confident. That's probably the best decision I could have made, and and I feel okay still. Yeah, I I think that was a good pick there um now it gets a little easier again because we we kind of go back to these first four teams they all went running back and so i think you can go either way here but i'm still i'm still looking at my wide receiver options and a lot of my top guys are still on the board so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna grab aj brown here He he's kind of my next uh my next receiver in my rankings it's it's kind of between him calvin ridley Justin Jefferson, you know, a few Keenan Allen. Um, but I feel really good about AJ Brown. So that's where I'm going. I like it. Um, so I got Derrick Henry on my team. Um, I got him. I'm feeling real good. You know, he's going to have another great year. Um, so I'm going to go with a receiver around this, uh, on this pick, someone that might easily be overlooked, especially with the situation that he was just recently put into, especially with the quarterback situation, but he's still a great receiver. So I'm gonna have to go with Allen Robinson on this pick you're brave is that I am your, brave, uh, but you know what dude <laughs> hey it's, it's no i i i believe in alan robinson right okay um i believe in alan robinson because russell wilson is still coming to chicago so i can only imagine the points that are going to be had this coming season for this man right right no oh it's just sure me. yeah alone because no, no. believes <laughs> not even me no, I think I think that's a fine pick. I'd be too scared to grab him there. I think, um, but I I really can't blame you I, for that one. Cool. Um, so, who are you pairing with, Dalvin Cook? So we've we've already got a great running back here, and I'm going to go wide receiver. I'm going to grab Calvin Ridley. I've got him as a top six wide receiver in my rankings to go along with I my, my like number it. two. Um, running back and i'm excited about that i like it and as the last pick in the in the second round and the first overall pick in the whole entire draft you just put me in a fantastic position 
I'm picking up Julio Jones, baby. Julio and Julio. CMC. Oh, oh, this is gonna be great. Matty Ice is gonna be on it with Julio Jones. CMC is gonna be healthy. No one's stopping my team. All right, guys. So we are gonna move on to our third round, and in this round, we're gonna do uh, what do you got, like a speed round, a lightning round? Is that what they're called? Yeah, Let's do we're that. gonna we're gonna kind of lightning round it. So we'll we'll tell you what uh, what our team looks like. We'll go off our pick. We're going to give you a too long of a discussion. We're just going to do it, and it's going to kind of put some pressure on the next pick, right? Because they have to do it. So mm-hmm. we're just going to yep. pretend that there's like a, a ten second time limit before your next pick is up. Cool. You got to pick. I don't know. So sure, let's do it. This is all hypothetical. So lightning round. <laughs> we're beginning the third round. This first team. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, you got this one. Okay, I got this first. So my team is looking pretty solid right now. I got CMC. I got Julio Jones. Oh, man. Oh, man. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Who am I going to take? You know what? I got to do it. I'm just going to take him. I'm going to take Cam Akers. Okay. That's a great pick. All right. Next pick. <laughs> I, I like that pick a lot, and I'm going to follow a similar mindset here. So I'm going to hop back over to the running back position. Um, I'm going J.K. Dobbins here. Um, he, he's the player that I feel like is my next running back, and I'm excited for what he's going to do. I like it. I, I like that move. Um, all right, next pick. So next pick in this round, I have Derrick Henry of Allen Robinson, who I kind of took a, a chance on. And you know what? I'm as as the owner of this team, I could kind of just feel like taking a lot of chances. This is my year. I'm building my team up, so I'm going to go with another Robinson. <laughs> I'm going to go with James Robinson in his second year. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's where I was going to go as well with that one, and and I'm actually going to round this pick out with another running back i feel like we're we're just going running back running back running back running back yeah you um, have to <laughs> you, you really do and i think the next one that i'm i i trust is david montgomery actually um to go with saquon and aj brown you know high upside players i, I feel good about david montgomery here Interesting team you got there, because I don't think this team right there would, would be a typical one you'd see on a lot of drafts this high up, you know, Saquon Barkley, yeah. A.J. Brown, and, and David Montgomery. I don't think you're going to see that very often, but that could really pay off big dividends in, in the long run. Um, so next mm-hmm. next pick is a really interesting team. Another one, we have a QB and a receiver. That's all we have. We have Patrick Mahomes. Yep. We have Tyreek Hill. Like, we need a running back, right? So, like, who do you take? I I, I don't even know who you take. Um <laughs> I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to because I was going to say it. I feel like I can't double back on it. So screw the world. CEH, baby. We're stacking this whole team. We're just going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, my God. You got to do it. Why not? We believe in CEH on his second year. <laughs> and I hope you wow. really do because if the Kansas City Chiefs suck, this team's going to suck. So <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Let's do it. This is a. I wasn't going to do it, but it started coming out of my mouth. And I was like, I can't double back on it. Like I have Uh to. Yeah. So I just, I'm done doing it. That, that is definitely a a brave (laughs) pick here. But so let's, the, the next team has Kamara and Kittle. I'm Kamara, George Kittle. Super excited about that. Um, I'm going to go wide receiver here. Um, and it's super difficult for me to pick my next receiver. Um, but I think I'm going to take a little bit of a chance here. I'm going Justin Jefferson. I believe in the kid. Oh, I like that pick. I like it a lot. Um, I like that pick a lot. 
I'm actually surprised he didn't go sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of forgot about him a little bit. I feel I feel bad. Um, so the, <laughs> the next pick, this is kind of a weird situation again. You got Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, two top elite players. Who do you pair with that? Because like, not a lot of receivers left, not a lot of running backs left. Like, You could really go either way. Kind of depends what type of team you really want to be. This might be like a really controversial pick, but I'm going to go with Adam Thielen. Okay. I'm picking up another receiver, and I think a lot of people might sleep on Adam Thielen. Um, but let's let's do it. I, I think he's got a lot of potential. I think him and Justin Jefferson both are going to put up a lot of stats. So let's do it. Yeah, I, I would have gone receiver there as well. I just would have gone with a different one. And it's one that I'm going to pick up right now. I'm going to go with Keenan Allen to pair with Darren Waller, Jonathan Taylor here. We're kind of rounding out each of the positions, and I feel great about the start of this team. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, next pick, lightning round, right? Yeah, Aaron Jones got DeAndre Hopkins. What do you do? What do you do? I, I like I like to throw picks at you guys that you don't see coming, players that you need to be aware of that you might forget about. Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Washington about football team, baby. I no. love it. Oh, man, that hurts. Team. That hurts. I literally was just talking about him today. <laughs> oh, man. I guess I don't know that I would have taken him above the, the receivers I've already grabbed. So maybe it's okay. But, man, I, I wish I could have gotten him. So next pick, Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs. It looks like we're in a position where we need a running back, right? We've got a, a tight end, wide receiver, really but I'm not. I'm You're actually not going to pick up a running back <laughs> because I still like. I just don't feel great about my options here, so I'm going to go with another wide receiver here, um, and it's just a matter of which one do I believe in the most. And I think I have to go DK Metcalf. Um, yep, yep. I I, like I, I don't love the pick. I don't love the player, but I believe in Russell Wilson. So that's where I'm going. So for this next team, we are we're closing in on the final two picks of this draft. Devonte Adams and Antonio Gibson. I got my receiver. I got my running back. Where do I go? Um, and honestly, I think I got to go Chris Godwin on this pick. Okay. I, th- I think I got to go Chris Godwin. He's got Brady in the backfield. I, I think that's where we got to go. So you're on Chris Godwin over Mike Evans then? I am. I am. Okay. I, am. I think I think I would be as well. And it looks like I have the last pick. You need a receiver. Psst. Do I, though? You need a receiver. So right now, Ooh. this team has Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb. I went running back, running back. And on the I'm on the turn here he, again, so I need. What will he do? I probably need a wide receiver, right? But there is a player that we talked about today that I'm pretty pumped for, and I'm gonna snag him here. Uh oh, last pick of the third round, and it is. Oh man, I don't know. This oh, feels. Oh, he's he's double guessing it. Oh, he's. Oh, oh will he do it. Oh, oh. I'm going. I'm doing it. I'm taking Mike Davis. Oh, it's so funny you took Mike Davis because I almost took him like at the beginning of the third round, but I was like, no, it's just way too early. I can't take yeah. him yet. Oh, he's taking him. Mike Davis. <laughs> running back, running back, running back. Oh man, this hey, this might really pay off though. 
I actually I, don't I hate don't this team at all. I I would feel pretty great about it. Like Mike Davis is your he's probably the starting running back, right? Like if he finishes running back 15, then you have three of the top 15 running backs on your team and and that would be fantastic obviously. I mean, that's so. where your points are coming from. So yeah, like Yeah. I don't I don't mm-hmm. hate that team at all. Um <laughs> I love it. Let's do you want to recap the teams real quick? Like so we have 12 teams in this league. If you've been if yeah. you're still with us listening, this is what these teams are stacked up to be through the first three rounds, and that's all we're going to do today. So this is what the teams are looking like. Team number one, CMC, Julio Jones, and Cam Akers. I actually really like that team. I like it a lot. I do too. Uh, um, team two is Dalvin Cook, Calvin Ridley, J.K. Dobbins. Solid, solid, solid. Team number three, Derrick Henry, Allen Robinson, and James Robinson. Ooh, oh, the double, the double Robinson going the on. Uh, team four is Saquon Barkley, AJ Brown, David Montgomery. Um, team number five is the Kansas City Chiefs: Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. <laughs> oh, for for future reference, we don't really endorse doing that, but 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 I see where he was going with. If you with, do it, please let us pay. know and keep us updated throughout your season. Yes, we want to know. Please. And if you're gonna if you're going to do it with any team in the National Football League, it should be the Kansas City Chiefs. So exactly, no other team. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, that is the only acceptable option. Uh, team six: Alvin Kamara, George Kittle, Justin Jefferson. I love that I team. I love it so much. I love that <laughs> team, dude. Um, next team: Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, and Adam Thielen. That's a stack team. Oh, I like that, that's best. a good one too. It could also just like fall apart from old age though too. Like, is anybody Ooh, under 30? I don't even know. <laughs> I love it, though. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So pick eight. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Darren Waller, Keenan Allen. That might Ooh. be my favorite team in the I, whole I draft. I do like that. I like that. They, Darren Waller's a game changer in that tight end position. He is. He's um, so good. I think uh, this next pick is actually my favorite. Um, this next team, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and Terry McLaurin. I, oh, I, man, that is super that, good. Solid team. Mm-hmm. All right, and next team, who we got? Uh, Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs, DK Metcalf. Not bad at all, but definitely scary. No running backs on that team. But I like, am too. I am too. I'm not gonna lie. Had you had a had you had a running back there, I think I'd be a lot more happy on that team. But not a bad team by any any stretch of the imagination. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't think of a running back I wanted. You know. Yeah. At that, at that point in the draft, I I agree. I don't know who you could have taken over dk metcalf um team 11 you have Devonte adams antonio gibson and chris godwin i like that i like that a lot and finishing out the team at 12 austin eckler nick chubb mike davis the triple running back team that's that is a team i am excited about because they get to go run, wide receiver with this next pick too and they have some really good options in the fourth round oh, so so many options you could even throw i mean I like that a lot, actually. If you had, if that's where yeah. you were, I mean, like looking at looking looking at my board, I see Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, like oh, oh Odell Beckham. Oh, that, there's some exciting play. Yeah, Od- 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 Odell Beckham. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that a lot. Ooh, so there's some exciting players there. Will Fuller still on the board? Like, I like it. I was gonna say one one question to kind of wrap us up here. Looking at kind of the way things fell 
and not necessarily which team is your favorite, but like what position in this draft do you want to be at? Like where, like what, if you had to pick a number, what, where are you going? Just kind of based off of the way we did it today, like the teams we picked up today. Yeah. Yeah. Based on where it seems like the board might fall. I've always really, I guess I won't say I like that last spot. Just, I just like getting those two picks in the first, like, you know, 13 mm-hmm. um, or however many teams yeah. you have. Um, that's probably also my way of justifying it because I had like the last pick last year, so I don't really know. Um, just kind of looking up, I think like kind of the middle is really where you need to be at, though. Um, obviously, you okay. always want the number one, number two pick, but I mean, I think some of my favorite teams that we drafted are are that that three, four, six, seven, eight like range. Um, just because I think okay. you pick, you still pick up really good players. And you're not too far separated. So you don't have the first pick followed by the 14th, or, you know, like the 20th pick, right? The 24th. Yeah, yeah, 24th. So I like that middle range. I think you can get like a good variety of players, whatever your strategy is. I know everyone kind of plays different way, differently the way Mm -hmm. they pick up players. But, you know, that's that's where I like to be. Um, Gives me more options and a little more freedom. And it, it makes me have to play a little more strategically as well with who I'm going to pick up at yes. that time, um, yeah. which is always exciting. Where, where would you want to be? From what, from what I can see, I, I really think like eight or nine, like right at, right in that, that okay. spot, because what the, the way it kind of fell and the way I think it's going to fall in these drafts, I think at least one wide receiver will go before you, which means I think you end up being able to draft either one of the top like seven or eight running backs, which I'm, and I'm excited about all of those players. I feel really good about all of them or Travis Kelsey. And so knowing that I'm going to either get a good starting running back or Travis Kelsey in the first round, and then still be able to come back around and get like a top six, top seven wide receiver. That's where I want to be starting my draft. Yeah, that I, I kind of like that second half of the draft in the middle-ish area. I, mm-hmm. I like that. Like, yeah. like three quarters of the way through. I think that's a good spot. Yeah. So that wraps up our uh, free agency winners, losers, slash mock draft dose. And um, I had a great time today. I thought that was super fun. I love doing mock drafts. I know we're going to have a, probably a few more before uh, the season starts, definitely. Absolutely. Probably have one big mock draft show where we just do like a whole whole actual draft which will be super fun for maybe oh yeah i think i think we'll have to do that that for sure that might have to be like our first youtube video or something i like that yeah um sounds good So i love it um make sure to subscribe wherever you are listening to the podcast everyone uh leave a five-star review go ahead and leave an actual review and we will go ahead and read it on the show as long as it's nice things to say about us wing <laughs> and um yeah follow us on all social media you can reach us at firstreadpod at gmail.com and until next time guys you have a great evening and remember that the force will always be with you always see you later guys Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.